What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to Meet the Critters. This is episode seven. And today we have Nate and Aaron from Two Chicks Homestead. And we're going to be talking about rabbits. Um, I'm not going to do individual episodes on breeds of rabbits. We're just going to go ahead and lump all that in in one. <laughs> just kind of like the USDA, how they just lump them in with poultry. We're just going to put them all in the same bag today. Because, <laughs> um, but so what's going on, guys? Not much, not much. It's a good weekend here. Got a few things done today, so broke a few things, fixed a few things, broke them again. So it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Once you improve something, you're like, ha, ah, awesome, and then you just accidentally walk past something and go, well, that's been broken for a long time, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I and mean, that's. We, we, I got today was get everything small engine running day, and oh. we got everything small engine running today. And then the brakes failed on the youngest's ATV, so of course, yeah, yeah, never ending. <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, so how long have you guys been raising rabbits? Oh, god, it's Since been 2020. 2020, yeah, it was March 2020, we got them. We got I'll, I'll let everybody wonder why we got them. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I have it. no idea. I have no idea what <laughs> period of time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I we was couldn't, pretty, We couldn't I was find the corner. I was probably right around 2019 or so. Okay. Yeah. yeah we, we had a problem finding Cornish crosses, so we ended up... I actually brought it up to Aaron, and I'll let her tell that little story. Well, it was just... I mean... He brings up raising rabbits, and I'm like, okay. He's like, to eat, and it's like, really? Like it was, yeah. it was weird at first. I didn't agree to it right away. <laughs> well, at the time that we started raising rabbits, my wife actually, my wife was still a vegetarian. Like she still considered herself a vegetarian, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna get these rabbits and kill them and eat them, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> After I had yeah. just moved into her home. <laughs> yeah, bringing it up to the kids was the more interesting part. Just and it was pretty easy. It to bring was. It up to I them. was surprised. Yeah. The oldest, I mean, it took her a little while longer just because she was older. Mm -hmm. um, but the little one was one when we moved in. So she pretty much yeah, we had chickens almost right this, away. Yeah. yeah, my kid, I mean, I remember we have a video of my oldest in our uh, brooder hutch, just covered in baby bunnies. And then like <laughs> my memory, like a couple weeks after that was me slaughtering those bunnies. So it was like, they've been in the <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so my oldest one's a little savage. She's, yeah. she's, she's asked to eat every single class pet she's had, like in daycare. And we've gotten, <laughs> like we've got, we got, after the third time we stopped getting phone calls home about it. <laughs> like oh that's just this kid okay <laughs> yeah our youngest was yeah she's six now yep so we've been doing it for as long as she can remember pretty much yeah right so yeah but they're both loud mouths i mean they've told the whole neighborhood mm -hmm. when oh, yeah. they come over yeah we eat these and then i have to go home and go with the kids and talk to mom so that she knows that they're not lying, but <laughs> oh, it's playdates are going to be so much to explain. Like it's going to have to be at the other kid's house because there's no way parents are going to continue to drop kids off like on a random day, <laughs> and there's just a cow hoisted up in the back of the garage. Like my my daughter, if we go to somebody like one of a friend's farm or even just driving past cows. She just looks at me and goes, are we going to cut those? It's like, no, they're not ours. Like, just <laughs> scream it out, like, in a crowd of people. And it's like, yep, all right, I'm happy with it. But it's still an awkward moment to sit in. <laughs> yes, give her a few years, she'll be right there next to you. Yeah, exactly. They've both, uh, she's been in the shop since she was, like, a year old. She's got a couple butter knives in there that she just... She'll help with slaughters. It's hard to have her in there for like some of the finish work and stuff because yeah. it has to be clean and done the finish work. But yeah. for the slaughters, especially during deer season, when all my stuff is inside, like I'm just skinning everything off the winch, I'll 
have her there with a butter knife and she's my little mirror. She bounces back and forth. Like yeah. if I go to one shank, she'll go around to the other. And I'm telling you at, at last year when I had her in there helping me skin stuff, I looked over, she's got better knife skills already than some adults. I know she had nice. like the reverse grip going like on the <laughs> hide. And I'm like, all right, I'll, we'll keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> Can't complain there, man. If she picks it up, why yeah. not? Exactly. Yeah, we do a hog every year, yeah. and both of them were out there this mm -hmm. last time. The first time we did the hog, we do it in the garage, and my littlest one was just out there sitting on a chair eating popcorn, watching us butcher up this hog. The other oh, yeah. one was cowering inside because yeah, the oldest <laughs> she was not ready yet. <laughs> well, my but. daughter runs out screaming in her PJs after she hears the shot in the morning. You're like, <laughs> I want to help. Go, go, go inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that yeah. is good i mean our, our, our oldest has gotten better she's come out more and yes. she actually was yeah. out last time and helping and then so. i always tell all of my customers like because i do i have people be like do you mind if like we stay and watch i'm like i would prefer you did mm -hmm. because you're paying me to to do this like take everything you paid for watch me do it learn like yeah, yeah. To figure it out at the end of the day more than likely you're still going to be like i'm just going to have him do it because it was way easier and worth the money but you know how to do it you know what i'm doing and you know where your food mm -hmm. comes from yeah and i always yeah. tell them like if they have kids bring them like mm -hmm. show them show them when it's young when yeah. they're young and it's like i can absorb this and i understand it more like it's not just all of a sudden because I've had that happen where it's kids freak out. Yeah. Absolutely. And they were the ones that were gung ho. They were like, yeah. nope, I want to see. Like, I like I've been waiting for this. Like the dad's like, he's been talking about this a lot. I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't be concerned. Like it kind of is what it is. And then after that shot, I think it, it, the worst one was on a pig. Like, and this is when I was still doing like mobile, a lot more mobile stuff of like, going to other people's farms, doing everything, tossing it in the truck and bringing it home. Um, I dropped one and the kid that was like, the dad was holding him back because he was getting too close. All of a sudden was now turned around crying into the dad's like, like stomach of like, what just happened? And it's like <laughs> exactly what you didn't think was going to happen. But yeah. now you can move past that. And I think, I think I have them booked for this fall too. So it's like, all right, hopefully next time he gets it a little more and is like, all right, yeah. it's not as freaky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the more it happens, the more it just becomes normal. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. But no one really does prepare you for that first rabbit scream when you don't drop them right away or you don't kill them right away. Right. No one yeah. prepares you for that. And even if they do, they don't. Right. So I mean, <laughs> and, and if, Nobody's ever raised rabbits. That is the one thing nobody tells you about. Nothing. Is at some point you will have a rabbit screaming. And it will take a while for you to get from the cage to where you're going to call the rabbit from. And that kit is going to be screaming the entire direction or the entire way. And we live in a village, small village. Neighbors are 30, 40 feet away. We had a kit. We used to keep them behind the garage. I picked it up, started screaming immediately, walked around the side of the garage into the man door, and then we use our hopper popper to call it. It was screaming the entire way, which is about a 30-second walk. I'm very happy the kids weren't outside. That's a long 30 seconds, though. <laughs> that is a very That's long 30 funny. seconds. <laughs> I mean, we um, didn't hear it the house. No, no. No, and it's... Yeah, again, I do this for a living and that still haunts me. Like, that's one of my least favorite sounds. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I mean, we, we deal with it. I mean, it's it's reality. And that just, and that's what it gets to. Now it's at the point, if it happens, it's like, crap, don't, like, freak out. Like, just do what you need to do. Like, because yep, yep. the first couple of times you do it, you're going to freak out because it's a nightmare sound. <laughs> and you're not going to... Yeah, you're not going to be able to like think clearly for a second to just get it done. Like, 
I've caught myself with that. But now it's at the point where it's like, I've done enough where it's, okay, I know I need to hit it again. Because I don't use the popper. I just have an axe handle that I've sawed down and I just separate the skull from the back of the head, like the spine. I've go. just found that's been easiest for me. But again, I started when I had like no money and I'm like, I'm not going to buy anything like for this. I mean, I can just do this. <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you actually put the blade in like the back of its neck and then push down? No. So I, so it's just the end of the ax handle, but one of the ones with the bend in it. Okay. So I just cut it off. So it's almost like a hatchet size handle. Okay. And I just use the bent end. Like I just have the angle down at this point to where it's, I hold it about shoulder height to me. Okay. And then instead of like, I'm not swinging around and hitting the head. I basically try to hit right at the base of the neck so that it, when okay. it follows the spine down, it just separates the skull right from the spine. Kills, huh, him, right. kills him instantly. And then I hang him and bleed him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's just yeah, we, what, because we used to do when I first started, me and my friend that I was doing it with, like she had done a bunch of research on it. I hadn't really done much research. Like she's the one who got me into it because she did all the research and figured it all out and started breeding them. And then I just snagged a couple of hers, but she yeah. would do the like kind of lay them down on the ground and then like put the rake slowly over their neck and then pull up kind of thing. Mm. And I hated that. Like that just made me, I don't know, like gave me a bad feeling. Again, I do this for a living, but it's like, I don't want to do that. It's, for some reason, it feels more humane to just smack them. It literally smack their head off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've always used the hopper popper. It's been the easiest for us, and it's mounted about shoulder height. Right. So I when I grab them, I usually have them in my arms like this. Their heads going, you know, back in here, and I have them like this. And then my other side has their ears. Right. And then I rotate around, slide them in, then grab both legs and yank. Right. And it's they're out. I mean, they don't even know what hit them. No, exactly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, again, more than one way to skin a cat or a rabbit exactly. situation. And it's like, do what works. Like, but those yeah. are great. Like, I've seen those and they do work fantastic. We use it for the chickens too. Yeah. Oh, chickens, nice. it works really good. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's what I think I paid 50 bucks for it. And I think we've called, got close to 100 animals with it so far. Yeah. So it's already paid for itself. Exactly. Exactly. And I tell everybody that should be your first piece of kit you should buy no. would be a hopper popper and then your cages because it's going to take a couple of weeks to get both of those. Yep. Don't go buy the rabbits. No. Buy the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Then buy the rabbits. <laughs> I think that's that's a lesson for anyone thinking about any livestock. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's it never goes that way, ever. All of a sudden, you just have something, and it's like, ah, all right. <laughs> we got to figure this out now. Yep, yep. So. But you can set up pretty easy rabbit setups. That's the nice thing about them is, like, they don't need much. Yeah. Yeah, we, we started outside in a two-tiered system in, like, a wooden frame hutch yeah. with KW cages their whole setup and it was like it was about eight feet or nine feet long we had the trio up top and then two breed outs right below them right um but right now we actually we moved them into the our shed our 15 foot shed nice. and we have the double bank of cages you know they're roughly about you know they're 15 feet long five holes each and i think right. we have seven rabbits right now so it's no. it's more than enough. Yeah, because, and I'll be honest, I haven't raised rabbits in probably, well, bred rabbits in probably two, three years now. But when we did, I had just the wooden, like I built, I built them out of, I think it was an old bed rails. Like my neighbor mm -hmm. had a flatbed truck that somebody was junking. And I just took the sides off of it because it was really nice, like PT sides. And he was going to junk it all. I'm like, no, you're not. Grabbed them, made two hutches out of them. And they were like okay. five by two, like with just the lift up lid. And those work great. And then once we really started getting into it, 
I had built, how big is that? It's like eight by three. Okay. Uh, and that's with the smaller, like hardware cloth on the bottom. So the kids mm -hmm. can't get their feet stuck or anything. But yeah, we, we've run into that problem. So I yeah. bought, um, we had a mink farm going out of town or going out of business about an hour from us. And he had, my best guess would be five to 6,000 linear feet of cages. That is crazy. <laughs> I bought 43 linear feet or no, 60 linear feet. And it was four, four sets of cages. And that's what we used. But the problem is the floor is a one by one. Yeah, that's the problem. They get their um, ankles caught in it and they just snap. Yeah, but these guys, our breeders have done really good with it. We give them a lot of like resting spots. But in the past couple of weeks, I going into this breeding season, I've probably had five fall through the wire. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking another... 25 pounds yeah that will lose long run so yeah. yeah no on the on the breeders cages i always had it just one inch and then that's why i actually built that um brooder because i was like i had a couple that were breaking breaking their legs and i was like well if i'm gonna have two litters at the same time like i don't i don't want that so we'll just the quarter inch works fantastic because their poop's still small like yeah. if you keep them a little bit older than what you should like you'll end up like having with a lot more cleanup of having to like mm -hmm. the bigger pellets that won't go through but yep usually for i don't even remember how long i used to um raise them for but like i would never have any issues with it yeah we had uh our kw cages are half by one but yeah. the mink, mink farm is i think one by one if i remember and I'm actually going to, I have all the hardware cloth here. I'm going to line the inside of cages with the uh, half by half. Nice. In the next couple of weeks and just roll it up, you know, cut it, cut it to size, roll it up, slide it in and then let it flop down and I'll tack it down with some cage clips or something. Perfect. So yeah. it should work out. But yeah. And I mean, I think rabbits are great for people to start with. Like if you're starting yeah. to like think about doing livestock and stuff like that, it's like, they're a fantastic thing. Cause it, again, it's, you can throw a hutch together if you're a first timer or you can do a pretty in-depth setup with it. Right. Well, I mean, it's rabbits. All right. So we're, we're on a half acre property right now. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of real small scale stuff. Now I will say that, Anybody in an apartment can raise rabbits for meat. Yeah. Anybody in an HOA can raise rabbits for meat. You raise them in your garage. If you're in an HOA or you have a pair of rabbits that live with you, you know, that are yours, you know, you're, you and your wife's rabbit. And then they just magically get pregnant because right. they do fuck like bunnies. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and we live in town. We just went through all this chicken ordinance BS. Yeah. No one ever brings mm -hmm. up having a rabbit ordinance. So it's not even like on the radar. Right. Yeah. And, and the rabbits, we don't, we do our best not to talk about the rabbits, but if you find our Facebook page, it's right. on there. Yeah. No, that's tough. But again, I was, when I started, we lived on a third of an acre and I had, like a 16 by 20 like corner of the yard that we had bought mm -hmm. a shed and like fenced it in. And at one point we had like three or two rabbits. We hadn't had a, a litter yet and 60 birds like between quail ducks and chickens and like meat birds. So I yep. get it. Like it's, and it's the ordinance stuff is getting, pretty crazy by by the time we left they had started really cracking down on a bunch of stuff and i was like cool glad we're out of here <laughs> like yeah yeah we're, we're we're going that way bye <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh now our now our town is 100 percent agricultural <laughs> cool 
Even every now, and, every now and then, though, somebody tries to come by and be like, "Well, you know," it's like, "No, leave." <laughs> like we're done. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, mommy's got to take a break for a minute, but I'll be here. Yeah, no worries. But so, what do you guys have right now for breeds? Uh, right now, all right. So we have we have a lot of meat mutts. Yeah. Um, that's the easiest way to put it. Our oldest buck is a New Zealand Californian. Yeah. Our oldest doe is a Californian silver fox. And then we also have an English spot. And we have a Rex Californian mix. Yeah. But he doesn't have the Rex fur. Oh. Which kind of stinks because I really want that Rex fur. Yeah. Um, and then we also have a full-blooded California, the, the white or the black tip nose with the black ears, all white. He's got blue eyes, which doesn't make him proper Californian, but right. he's the better looking of the Californians. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like the red eyes. I love I love that name, Meat Mutts. That is yeah. I'm I'm stealing that. I apologize. That is fantastic. No problem. I mean, I, I, I heard it in the rabbit groups. Everybody's like, well, what, what yeah. kind of rabbits do you have? Well, mine are meat mutts. Yeah. You don't, I mean, that's it, what, it is I what it is. I always just, <laughs> my friend raised rabbits. She didn't really know kind of what the breeds were. And by the time I got them, it was like, which one's the biggest? Cool. I'm taking those ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, especially for breeding stock, I'm like, that one's huge. That one's huge. Their kids will probably be huge. Perfect. Here we go. Right. Absolutely. I don't even, actually fully know i know i have some new zealand in there but it's one of them is just like a nice light brown color like with a white belly and then tig our um male is like tiger striped like he literally looks like a tiger okay <laughs> and it's like i don't know what it is but he makes cool babies like i yeah. saved a bunch of the hides like and then I just never ended up doing anything with them, unfortunately. Like yeah. we still have our first set in the freezer. Yeah, exactly. we, so like, the, I think I, I think I went through and just purged because I have I have my freezers for the shop, and then I have my taxidermy freezer, which is like little shop of horrors. Like you don't like I've had people in there, and my wife was in there, and they went like, "Oh, it's in here," and my wife was like, "Don't open that." <laughs> <laughs> She yeah, was we, right. But like, we, I think I went and purged a bunch. I think someone ended up. Oh, that's what it was. A buddy of mine was getting a bear hide tanned, and nice. the guy was like, asked him if he had any more pelts of anything else because I guess he made mittens out of like the rabbit rabbit fur, and I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, take all of mine. I don't care because I yeah. got, he he had just gotten into rabbits. And he is done with rabbits. He's, I think he's already sold them off. He was like, no, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I, th there have been times where it's like, I don't like them. They're a pain in the butt. And that's usually the middle of winter come January. And I don't, you know, shit's freezing over and oh, I just yeah. don't want really to deal with it. But you also have the flip side of it is where the first holdback we had out of a litter just delivered kits a month ago and that's awesome like that's an awesome feeling right so i mean I, I, anybody who doesn't understand that that is the first rabbit that was born on our property yeah raised on our property bred on our property and delivered more kits on our property so that rabbit has started its life in our program and has come full circle it's the coolest feeling Right. So, I mean, there's all things said, there's 40, 50 bucks saved because we raised a rabbit to deliver kits. Yeah. So you can't do that with Cornish crosses. Yeah. No, no you cannot. So you can barely keep them alive. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the first time. I, I don't know if I'll ever raise Cornish cross again. Like if I ever do like meat chickens again, which I will, I know I'll end up doing it again, but, um, is I'll probably end up doing the Red Rangers. And that's mostly mm -hmm. just because of I want them to rotate them behind my cows and my pigs and stuff. Like 
break all that up and start freshening up the pasture. There you go. But yeah, no, I mean, there are times where I do miss the rabbits because they were fun. Like, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden just have these tiny little babies where it's like, well, this is adorable, but yeah. you're right in the middle of, in the middle of winter where it's like, uh, cause I don't know. Like I never bred in the summer just because my rabbits couldn't take it. Like mm-hmm. we lost a lit, we lost a couple litters and it was like, you're sur- trying to survive as is. You don't need to be pregnant or like dealing with right. kids at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we only bred in the winter and there'd be like three feet of snow in the middle of a snowstorm. And I'm like, of course you're having kits right now. Like mm-hmm. yep. next to your food bowl on the, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Get in your nest. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one we had delivering during that thunderstorm. Oh, and then the, yeah. The tarp came down and then she got scared. And yeah. Stopped. Lost half a litter with that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That is, that is the one th- hard thing about rabbits. They're just like, they're just dumb. Like, yeah. there's no working with them. Like, no. They're really good at breeding and they're really good at dying. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's really it. Like, <laughs> That's literally the easiest way to put it. <laughs> but the meat is fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. And that is what I miss most, is having, like, a ready stream of fresh rabbit. Yeah, and, we, I mean, we... What do you what do you say? We eat once, about once a week? Yeah. When we yeah. have it. Yeah. Do you guys stock. freeze whole, or do you piece them out? Um, I freeze them whole now. I was piecing them out, but it just... We found a new way of... Um, Tucking like them. tucking yeah. them in into yeah, the, the vacuum seal mm-hmm. because for a while the legs would break the vacuum seal bag. So now yeah. we figured out a way to kind of tuck the back into the front or the yep. something like back that. into the back legs yeah. into the belly and yeah. it frees or it vacuum seals better. Yep. Yeah. We just take that I out. Was, I was, I was piecing them out for, for the most of it just because it made life easier. I would take all the saddles and use those for soup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The front legs we do like chicken wing kind of style. Yeah. And then we roast the back legs. And it was just easy. It was easier to deal with. You could have a bigger meal or plan a bigger meal because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I know how much this is. Like you're not mm-hmm. dissecting a rabbit on the cutting board before you're about to like cook it. It's like, oh, I got to deal with all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We slow cook a lot and then shred yeah. it and we'll do a lot of pot pies. Barbecue oh, yeah. pizza, the sloppy mm-hmm. hoppies. Yep. They're so sweet. Like yeah. it's such yeah. a sweet meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And it's it's a flavor that you you will not find anywhere else. Like if if you have if you have rabbit and you know what rabbit tastes like, you're you're gonna know when you have it. Oh, for sure. So it's 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 got a, a specific flavor to it. And when you're processing them. It's a smell that I've never smelled before either. Like yeah. full through and through, they're all, it's something, they have something that only they have. Yeah. I mean, like you, you, you do a venison. It's to me, when you do a deer, it smells like doing a, you know, a, another red meat animal. Right. When you're, sm- when you're doing a chicken, it reeks like a chicken. Chicken is an ungodly smell, yes. <laughs> but rap, you're right about the rabbits. It's a weird one. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not even like, ew, this is gross. It's like, what is that? And it's on you for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't shower that off. Yeah, but it's not horrible. No, but it's, but it's, it's just there. one of those smells where you're like, I, what is it? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I I don't know what the I've because I've noticed that too. It's like I don't know if it's a scent gland or something. Yeah, that it's like and, this is just different. I can't and I can't even describe it. I know if people are listening, they're probably like, "So what does it smell like?" I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, you 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 can't. But I I will say, if you don't get those scent glands removed, holy cow, that meat I, is ruined. Yeah, I've had, game, I've had some gamey ones for sure. Well, it's, it's it's not gamey. I, I don't know what it is. I I I hate that word gamey. I'll I say do, it right well, now. Trust me, 
I hear it constantly. <laughs> Trust me, I that hear is, it so uh, much, but I was like, <laughs> it's it it's got like a real bad funk to it. Yes. If you leave the funk is a better description. Yes. Yes. And it is not good. Like th- there was one meal that you made. And I remember you saying it was the chicken Alfredo thing or something that you made. Oh, yeah. And you're like, this We've, doesn't taste right. And I've made it how many times before? And right. It was perfect. And then, yeah, right. it just right. had a weird. And that's when I missed one of the St. Glands. Oh, yeah. So. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, they are just a super easy butcher. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. They're a dream to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I, I take my time and it's probably 20 minutes for me to do a rabbit. Yeah. From it breathing to done and right. going in the freezer. Yeah. So when I, when I was doing quite a bit, cause I would always, breed both my uh both both my females at the same time so i just have one massive litter like i yeah. just all in the brooder and we would do like 20 at a time and by like the 20th one i was down to like five minutes of just like yep. Like- <laughs> yep, yep okay so everybody let, let's see if you if you agree with me on this skinning a rabbit is like pulling off a wet sock yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Like, there's, there's nothing else it could be like. That's exactly it. But I've had to use that same description of like, yeah, it's you're just pulling off a wet sock. Like it's a yeah. little gross, but it's like shink done easy. Yep. There you go. Super easy. Because I cut the heads off before, like before I pull the hide. We usually I I go 50-50. Yeah. Um, we had somebody ask us because we did a rabbit class and somebody asked for everything whole. So we ended up a couple I left the heads on. Yeah. Three of them because they wanted them whole for either. I was I don't know if it was taxidermy or what, but we took the feet off because we sell the feet. Yeah. No, I used to too. Keychains. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they, they wanted the fur and the head maybe for food. So we went ahead, left the head on of two or three of them and yeah. just skinned it all with the head, you know, and I mean, it makes a mess as soon as you get down there. Oh yeah. Is, you didn't bleed it out, but still, um, yeah. we always go in, we do cold water baths for about two hours before we freeze them. Yeah. So that way it sucks all the blood out of the meat and yeah. you're pretty much done so yeah i always just because um did we talk about it on the podcast or before the podcast about the polar um yes yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we talked about it before too um but with that i've already bled them so i'll usually end up just cutting the rest of the head off and then taking kitchen shears and cutting the front paws off and yep. then as soon as you open up those back legs, I'll usually keep the back feet on until it's all the yep. way gutted. It's that's a pro tip. No one tells you either. Like, cause the first yeah, time I, you I go through and you're just like, all right, well, obviously I take the feet off. And then you're like, I can't do anything with this now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The feet stay on until we're done. Um, ring around the leg down the V um, cut the tail off. And we've actually made, um, tail keychains. Key <laughs> I was just looking couple. for my keys because I have one on mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we did uh tails two two tails this year. I like the um, tails better. I do too. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, they're a lot more fluffy. <laughs> yes, and for some reason, it freaks people out just a little bit more. It exactly. Was, it was. I can do the feet all day long, but doing those tails was just. It's gonna take me a little bit for it to not be weird. As creepy, yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you guys do your um, keychains? Um, I follow Brian from the Lots Project. His um, yeah. how to video. It's isopropyl alcohol for twenty four or forty eight hours. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it's and then and then borax for same amount twenty four hours or something. Yeah, it yeah. works so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I, we have some hanging up upstairs on our keys. The yeah. girls have some. Um, our oldest daughter has the feet from her first rabbit. Yeah. The first doe that we got here because we had to call her because she was not working out. Um, but that was her pet. So we ended up saving the feet for that. We also saved the pelt for her. We'll probably do something yeah. with the pelt this year. And then every single litter that we've done in the past two years, we've done the feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're up on their Etsy page. And yep. they do pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And the, it's, it's, the, bones are, the bones are fun when people don't actually think it's a real rabbit's foot. And they're <laughs> just like, I can feel every yeah. bone in the foot. It's like, yeah, because it's a rabbit's foot. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's legit. I, my brother-in-law, I look over after I gave it to him. It was like two or three hours later, and he's already got on his keys. And then I look over, and I just hear click, click, click. I'm like, what are you doing? And he had the his nail clippers, and he was clipping the nails on it because he had already scratched himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a... toenails on a dead rabbit foot. <laughs> I had a neighbor who... She must not know we had rabbits before, but mm-hmm. something got brought up that we sell the rabbit feet. And she looked at me and she was like, you just sell rabbit feet? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, what do you do with the rest of the rabbit? <laughs> it's like, well. They're regenerative. They grow back. Yeah. A funny story. Yeah. <laughs> we get the wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Rachel. We, we, we have a lot of three-legged rabbits. Running around. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Have you guys heard of this breed of rabbit, the Tamuk rabbit? No, no nope. I haven't either. That's pretty smart, though. I mean, it's not shocking that that came about. Yeah, and and you definitely need the heat, uh, the heat tolerant rabbits the further south. So we're oh yeah, we're in northern Illinois. We still get real cold up here, so I don't want something that's that yeah. is kind of weak in the winter. Yeah. Our guys are definitely real good in the winter and pretty decent in the summer. We do a lot for them, but they can handle it. I would assume assume that breed is probably, you're going to get a smaller carcass off of it because it's more than likely going to be a smaller rabbit to deal Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Really the only way you can deal with that situation is having smaller surface area with it. Right. Exactly. But what is the one thing that you wish you could just snap your fingers and have redone on your setup? Um, I want a dedicated shed. And right now it is our storage shed that's probably as old as this house. And I want drains to come out to catch the pee. And just drain underneath the shed. Right. And the poop all rolls forward and we're done. Yeah. Because right now I have bins. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel that pain. I feel that pain. Yeah. So I I need to remember to do it more than once a week. Right now I'm at like every Saturday or Sunday I'll go out and I'll do it. Yeah. Um, But the front set I do more because that's where all the food waste goes. That's where the water system waste goes. Um, like the, they'll hold the nipple open on the water system and it'll just yeah. out. Um, Which we didn't see that as much when they were outside. No, because we had I, I got smart and I drilled holes in all those tubs yeah. and I had a gutter system in the back. And right. the bottom just drained right out into the ground. I wasn't worried about it. No. But I have tarps and stuff down in our shed. It looks like a scene from Dexter <laughs> in there. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Yeah, at some point, if you raise pretty much any livestock, it's going to look like a murder scene or Mm -hmm. like the preemptive portion of a murder scene on your property at some point. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I see Rachel's comment. She's not sure about I'm still reading it, but someone near me is selling them. Rachel, um, look into probably some of the meat rabbit groups on Facebook and ask around. I know there's got to be people that have um, that breed down in that area. So I would jump on and talk to them. I don't remember where she's from. Um, 
I don't remember either, but I know I should know it. But have, have them look into it. They do they do better in the winter than they do in the summer. For sure. So, um, our, our trick, our biggest hack that we have in the summer is we have slate tiles. And we put slate tiles in the uh, freezer overnight. And then about noon, Aaron will bring the slate tiles out to all the rabbits and put them out in there. And then as soon as the sun goes down, I'm doing my final checks. I pull the tiles out and go put them back in the freezer. So they have something cold to lay on all day. They're not chewing a hole in a two liter bottle and, it, you know, yeah. popping that. That's what we used to do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the biggest thing with that is you want to make sure it's not slippery. So if they go to jump off of it, they could break their back. Yeah. Our guys haven't done it yet, um, but it's a real possibility. Yeah. So you don't want a smooth, like, uh, marble tile yeah. or uh, a bathroom tile. You know, you like something with grit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, slate or something like that. Yeah, Josh said it looks like it's a hybrid of New Zealand. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's a good jumping off point. Yeah, we used to do the milk jugs full of water, and then you'd come out and it was empty because they chewed a hole in it. It's like trying to help you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that water was nice and cold. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I had thought at one point when I was still doing quite a bit of it about doing like building like a block mold to put in the freezer like and just have a block of ice that I can just continually put in every day. And then I was like, no, I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, this will be the first year we have them in the shed. Yep. But we've got a fan and a um like a screen yep. door now that's yeah letting the air kind of go through. Yeah, we actually we put uh, one of those magnet screen doors on. Yeah. Where you yep. just walk right through it and the bugs can't get it in and out. And then we have a fan on the other side, pushing fresh air in all the time. And first thing in the morning, I leave here at five 30, give or take, I throw those doors open. Yeah. The fans been running all night just to keep, you know, give them a nice cool evening. And as yeah. soon as that door opens, it uh, runs in. So. Yeah. No. And that's a huge thing is make sure they have decent ventilation because mm -hmm. they are covered in hair. That's why they're not super good in like yeah. warm weather. Yeah. Like placement yeah. where you're putting them is huge. You don't want to put them right. in direct sunlight. No, you want to make sure they are always in shade. Yeah. So our backyard is very rabbit friendly. We have a 95 foot tall black walnut and a 95 foot tall maple acorn or oak. Sorry, that's oak. Yeah. Um, and I wish they, you guys lived next to me so I could take all of your acorns and nuts to give to my pigs. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I honestly, I've thought about getting pigs just for that reason. <laughs> you absolutely should. Oh my uh, god, we'll ship you some. Yeah, the walnuts are everywhere. Yeah. <sighs> I guarantee. I guarantee you, if you have like a producer that you are close to, and you said like, "Hey." You come, can come and take pick up as many nuts. We should yeah, for, we should get you. We should Like that would be that was I would jump on that. I would be like, yeah. I'll give you a half a pig if I can come just rake your lawn. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would be like like perfect. Yeah. Would, that honestly, would. Like if you have some local producers around, because I know you guys said you get a pig every year. Yep. Yep. Like reach out to him and go, Hey, I have an excess amount of acorns and walnuts. Like you would literally be my dream contact of like <laughs> someone that it's like, Oh, I go over to their house and rake their lawn and I feed my pigs with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should we'll talk to Jenny. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do that. Cause that's um, the best thing for him. Like really? Huh. Oh yeah. Like in, all those in, good in the house like, too. Oh, they'll eat all, they'll eat all of it. Okay. Yeah, like there, I forget the name of the pig. Josh hit me in the comments with the acorn fed pig, but there's like a certain like breed of pig from a, I think it's Italy. No, it's Spain. It's Spain. 
um, that they finish them on nothing but acorns. Okay. There's so much fat because they're full of protein and everything as well that it's the meat quality is just absolutely fantastic. I am probably planting some oaks in my pig pasture at some point. Like that's the plan. Yes. Iberico. I knew he'd, I knew he'd be there. (laughs) Says it's the most expensive meat in the world. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, it's acorns aren't cheap. No, the acorns, I don't mind, but the walnuts, I mean, yeah, they're falling everywhere. I'm surprised none of us have gotten hit in the head. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, Get your helmet and, uh, Run out to the garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the hard part on our property. We don't have any anything that makes mass, like because it's mostly hayfield. Um, okay. The big area is a little more wooded. I cleared a bunch of trees out before to make a cow pasture, but it was like aspens and birches. They weren't going to produce much anyway. Yeah, but, like I my property is fantastic for cattle, but. We're we're shifting towards pigs, so we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But yeah, we'll have to. Well, I'll, I'll have to. You have to poke around in uh, your area and see if you can find somebody with that. I know. Oh, I'm, trust me, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they, we got probably. I would venture there's probably forty to fifty black walnuts out back. <sighs> Way down our lane. Yeah, yeah, way down our lane. Yeah. Because we are always running them over. So our ours only produces every other year. Thank goodness. Right. <laughs> but the ones down the lane, it you, well, you're rolling them, an ankle. Yeah, some of them. I mean, they've got to be yeah. opposites. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a dream setup yeah. for pigs. <laughs> we actually, I, I do kind of kick, I don't kick myself for not buying this house. We looked at another house before we bought this one that it was originally a walnut orchard. Oh my gosh. And I had thought about, we had thought we had looked at that one, but it was set up super weird. Yeah. One of those houses that doesn't make sense. Like the master bedroom, you opened two slider closet doors and on one side was a toilet and sink. And on the other side was another sink and shower, but it was like the rolling closet doors. It's like, what are you doing here? We were like, we're not buying this house. <laughs> you should have bought the house and had the black walnut tree or the walnut trees. <laughs> it yeah, made you more money in the long run. <laughs> but now we bought this house and I have my own butcher shop next door. So it, well, that's true, it yeah. levels out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Finish the meat or cut the meat. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's and when it comes to feed for rabbits, I'm do you guys just do do you guys make your own feed setup or do you just buy like the blue seal bunny sixteen? <laughs> um well our main feed is pellets. Yeah. We get nature wise eighteen percent. Oh, nice. Um it's a really good feed for them. We haven't had any problems with it. Um, but we do supplement with anything that we can find. I mean, you got stuff going everywhere for them. Yeah, we, we have comfrey that we give them, yeah. mulberry branches, and the kids are always giving them uh, like dandelion yep. leaves. Yeah, and then we'll grow stuff in the hydroponics for them. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Because um, I, I, I am not a fan of going to the store and buying stuff for them. No. I'd much so rather – they don't need greens – like lettuce and stuff like that. They need kale and yeah, that's what we do in the summer. The the heavier stuff. You know, the uh, what was that thing you just planted? The one of the leafy things outside. I was something. I thought. You oh, were... Mullane? No, no, not Mullane. Um, shoot, I remember what it is, but it's <laughs> it's like lettuce, but it's uh something else. Spinach. Spirico always plants it. I don't remember what it is. But it's it's something you can feed rabbits a little bit higher dense or denser thing. The problem is with lettuce is it's all water content, and yeah, they don't exactly. Need water. There's nothing to it. Yeah. No, yeah, there's always be- there's always a minute like when you first realize it when like you have the scoop of pellets and you're like, it's just grass, like mm-hmm. a pellet. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 
Wait a minute. Yes, that's what, what? it is. Swiss, Swiss oh, chard. Oh, yeah, Swiss yes. chard. Yep. Man, thank God Josh is here. I know. <laughs> no one's ever said that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just kidding, Josh. Oh, I see you. He's angry. <laughs> my kids, my kids tell everybody yeah. that rabbits can't eat carrots yeah. and lettuce. And she's like, Do you know what you see in all the movies with rabbits? They're mm-hmm. eating carrots. They're not yeah. supposed to eat carrots. It's fake yeah. news. I know. Yeah, it's it's so it's too much sugar for them. It'll kill oh, them. Oh yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, they're really good with tops. So we'll if we do carrots. Oh yeah, the greens. We'll take like the first quarter inch or first eighth inch off the carrot with the the greens. Yeah, basically whatever they don't eat. They'll just pick it out of the ground, eat the carrot, and whatever they don't eat, we'll throw it in with the rabbits. Yeah, it's perfect. Greens and all. They'll eat it. Um, Strawberry, we'll give them every once in a while. Um, Pumpkin, we give them some pumpkin too, I think, right? I think so. Watermelon we've done. Like the watermelon rinds. Yeah. We've done that. Um, Yeah, it's pretty much anything that is safe for them. Like they, we have a, a single page list of things they can eat and like a five page long list of things they can't eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, we don't do a lot of hay. I have a Timothy orchard grass, um, like a cube that I buy. Right. That I'll throw in with them. And that's every once in a while. They don't get it all the time because they just don't eat it. Right. And I'm, I'm not spending $50 on a bale of Timothy grass. No. To I feed a rabbit. No. Three quarters of it's going to end up in the poop bin anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but I hate to cut this one short. But it's no problem. Right upstairs. So I got to yeah. go take care of that. But I want to thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was great. And we'll definitely have you guys on again in the future. We'll keep talking about something else to talk about. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you guys. And thank you everyone listening. Have a good night. Good night.